Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry for the delay, you guys. My bad. I hope you guys are doing well this morning. I hope you guys are blessed. It is October 16th, 26th, ooh, 26th, and happy, what is it, Wednesday? Happy Wednesday. I hope you guys are all well. Welcome to the Morning Motivation. We go live each and every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Go ahead and load up the comments. If this is your first time watching, let me know where you're watching from. Thank you, girl. Appreciate it. Let me know where you're watching from. Um, I would love to know. But this is just a daily conversation about God, about being our best life, motivation, and self-development. So I hope you guys are well. Let's jump into the morning prayer. Thank you. Yes, please smash the like button. Let me know where you guys are watching from in the comments, if this is your first time, and get your shout out. So Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship through the internet. I pray anyone watching gets something that comes from you today that touches their heart. Lord, I pray for peace, prosperity, and abundance over your children right now in the name of Jesus. And anything that is a barrier that you will give us the wisdom, the knowledge, and the discernment to move it out of the way and to get through it, that you strengthen us with just everything that we need to succeed and walk into its pleasing, pleasing in your sight, in your darling son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. So let's go ahead and go to the shout outs. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Nana. Good morning, such a lady. Good morning, Brandy. Rich Rising, Ashley. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, Chevy Chev. The Happy Housewife, hello. Good morning. Yes, you guys hit the subscribe button. Hit that like button for me, please. Thank you, Happy Housewife. Good morning, Turquoise. Um, Nana, thank you. Good morning. Good morning, KK Grand Rising. Uh, Sharnesia, good morning. Thank you so much. And uh, Philip John, I don't know how to pronounce your first name. Good morning. Good morning, Kiwan. It is a good day to be alive. Good morning, Talia. Good morning, Sade. I hope you guys are doing well. Now, I'm going to do something a little different that I don't normally do. I was praying and I really didn't really get to... I opened my Bible this morning, read a little bit. Um, Didn't really get a message, didn't get a word. So I felt like we should open it up to see if there's anybody who has anything that they want to talk about, want to discuss. Um, if there's something that you're struggling with, we can read together. If it's a biblical thing, if it's a non-biblical thing, totally up to you guys. Um, I do have some things that we can talk about, but if there's anything that was on your heart, on your mind, kind of like a Q&A style today, we can go ahead and do that. Rich, uh, Grand Rising, Kiki, I hope you're feeling well. Um, I do want to say, make sure you pray over yourself. Make sure that you really pray for others. If prayer is not something that is your strong suit, keep trying, keep uh, working at it, and it will get better. But yes, the live chat is open if anybody has a question, comment, or concern. If not, we will just dive in and just have a discussion. So yesterday, I was not live um, because I had to get up early. So if anybody left comments, I saw there were comments. I, I tapped in live after I was done. I saw that there were comments and if I did not, if I quote unquote ignored you yesterday, it wasn't that I ignored you, but that was a pre-recorded message. So um, there wasn't much to, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't tap in and answer and respond the way I wanted to, but I hope you guys enjoyed yesterday's message and somebody in the comments, let me know. Cause I totally forgot. Let me see what, what was yesterday's message. Definitely was to like, love God, 
Of course, what we say every day, child. Of course, what we say every day <laughs> to love God, to honor God, um, and to do the things that are pleasing in his sight. But what was the conversation yesterday? Let me go. Y'all, I give so many, so many come and that's how I forget. I forget that quick. Rewriting your story and to love God. Um, and we talked about forgiveness and forgiving yourself. Good morning, Brittany. Forgiving yourself and all that. So I hope you guys enjoyed that message. Um, when I opened up uh, the Bible, good morning. Again, the chat is open. If you guys have anything that you want to discuss, anything that you have questions about, and it does not have to be biblical. It can be with everyday life, whether you're facing a challenge, whether something that you're going through, good morning. Um, anything is up for debate. I was reading Ecclesiastes this morning, and um, it's a very interesting, very interesting chapter in the Bible. And it also is very pessimistic. <laughs> and um, you have to be very cautious or knowing where uh, Solomon was coming from when he wrote this book. And this talks about how nothing is new under the sun how everything has been done before, how you approach God with care. Good morning. There's lessons on uh, money and enjoying life and wealth and, and how to be thankful and things like that. Um, and it just talks about having a good reputation. It talks a lot about um, dealing with fools, just like Proverbs does, right? So I was reading through it and there was a lot of things that stood out to me. One of the things that I love is a good reputation is more valuable than costly perfume. Wisdom. Um, this wisdom for life. This Ecclesiastes chapter seven, verse one. And another one, it says a wise person thinks a lot about death while a fool only thinks about having a good time. Um, it's like an extension to me. It's right after Proverbs and it's like an extension of Proverbs in my mind because of a lot of the teachings are kind of mirrored to Proverbs. And one of the things that I find interesting nowadays is how people no longer care about their reputation or how others see them. Um, and again, like yesterday, we talked about it's more important to worry about how God sees you because everybody's not going to understand your walk, especially if you're trying to get closer to God, especially if you're trying to build your relationship with him. Everybody's not going to get it. So opinions and worried about opinions depending on the situation and scenario should be few and far in between. But what I will say, you want to make sure that um, when you move through life, that your reputation is good for yourself because it's, it's more valuable than costly perfume. It's more valuable than gold, which Proverbs also talks about. And a good reputation is just like, what do people say about you while you're not around? You know, how do people discuss you? What, what does your social media say about you? What does your, what do your conversation say? Do people, do you walk around and you're a gossip so people can't trust you? Um, how do, how do people interact with you? So I thought that that was very, a very mindful thing because a lot of times we present our reputations. People don't just come out of the woodwork as you get older with how people perceive you and how people think about you. But we don't talk about reputation enough. And reputation is always, I got you, KK. Reputation is always tied to somebody's sexuality or somebody's sexual prius or what they do. Um, but it's more to that. Like, do you have a reputation of integrity? Do you have a reputation of being a gossip? Like I said, do you have a reputation of <clears throat> following through with your word 
What does, what do people say about you? How do people speak of your name? Do they say, oh my gosh, Talia is just amazing. She's so nice. She's so, I, she's just so helpful. I really, really like Talia because she's always just so kind. Or is your reputation like, child, I can't stand, I can't stand Marcy because Marcy just every time she come around, she got a bad attitude. She cussing somebody out, you know, and even though how they feel about you should not be your problem. But what is said about you is your problem because it's what you project. And I feel like having a good reputation is not talked about enough. People only only care about how they see themselves and what they want and what they desire. Um, but I always thought that that was very, very, very interesting. A good name is better than gold, according to the Bible. Absolutely. And that's, again, talking about reputation. But KK had a question. Could you talk about how to cut out your emotions and codependency issues with others? Mm, very interesting. I would need a little bit more context if you could uh, give a little bit more. Um, and this would be something that's very hard for me to, to articulate because I've never, I haven't really truly experienced codependency because I was raised to be very independent, um, not even because of by speech. Like nobody said, you need to be super independent. It was just, I was just raised to be, I was alone a lot. Um, so I didn't have codependency. So this may be hard for me to answer. If I could get a little bit more context, um, I think that that would help me a lot. I just need a little bit more context. Good morning, Simone. Good morning, Lacey. I would need a little bit more context about, as far as codependency issues. I would say I think the fastest way to get over most issues is to do the opposite, is to lean on yourself, lean on God, lean on things that are outside of it and figure out why you why that could be a challenge, right? Why codependency would be something that you struggle. Where does it come from? Every every issue starts from somewhere. There's always a root. Um, for instance, I will tell you, there was one, the reason why I always cook my own Thanksgiving dinner. I'll give you guys this example. The reason why I always cook my own Thanksgiving dinner is because one time we were invited somewhere and then we were uninvited last minute without anybody telling me anything, discussed. So we had nothing prepared. We didn't have any food prepared. We didn't go grocery shopping because I was like, oh no, we're going to this house for Thanksgiving. And we ended up spending a horrible Thanksgiving at like IHOP, right? <laughs> the food was bad. It was just a bad, a bad day. So I kind of have. I wouldn't call it PTSD. I think when people put PTSD on everything so heavily, I think that's a stretch. I wouldn't necessarily say I have PTSD from that, but I definitely have a kind of chip on my shoulder to always now cook my own Thanksgiving dinner because I don't want to depend on nobody else. And then when you go over other people's house too, sometimes the food don't hit the same. <laughs> So I will cook my own Thanksgiving dinner. So I am no longer codependent on other people to cook. But again, that goes to independence. So I need a little bit more context, KK. But the root is definitely good morning, you guys. Good morning from North Carolina. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I need a little bit more context to give a, probably a better answer than that. Uh, the root for me is abandonment issues, dad. Uh, I cling to people in fear that they will leave me. Oh, Wow. A great book you should read is called Attached, and it talks about attachment styles with human beings. I have the exact opposite. Um, 
I detach from people. It's easier for me to detach to attach because that's it's very interesting. My abandonment issues stem from well, you're going to leave me anyway, so you might you might as well go right. So that's very interesting. So you have the opposite attachment style. I would read attached. That book would probably really really help you. And I'm sorry I couldn't give you a better answer. I just have the exact opposite, <laughs> and it's hard for me to speak from a place of experience that I don't have experience, unfortunately. Um, but I would try your best to heal that. And I think the book attached would really, 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 really help. And again, welcome you guys. The uh, live stream, I don't really have a topic today where you're just chatting. It's more so a Q&A. So if you have anything that you want to ask, if I do have an answer for you, I will give you one. If you, uh, if I have a, if you ask me a question, just like now with KK that I don't, I'm not really an expert in, or I don't have much advice. I will point you in the right direction. Definitely. If you guys have any type of dependency or you want to figure out your attachment style, either you, I forgot what the attachment styles are called. If you guys know, put it in the chat. Um, but attach talks about that. It talks about codependency. It talks about how we interact in our personal romantic relationships. But um, it's really good that you do know the root of it and where it stems from. I have the exact opposite or had. I think I've healed that. I think I've gotten really good at healing that. But I will say, as far as dependency on either one, whether you attach or de detach from people, is this is going to sound bad, but, but rock with me and correct my, my language or my verbiage in the comments if you guys agree or disagree. But it's not to give that... Not to give too many people too much validity in your life. I feel like the only person that really deserves or discerns that attachment is like your husband or your wife, if that makes sense. Because they've earned, and I did say earn, they earned that spot in your life to be attached to them. When it's just a boyfriend or a girlfriend or boy, people that you're meeting or that you know, it's so easy for people to walk away in those in those regards and not from a place of hurt. We have to heal the places of hurt for us because if we don't, then it kind of skyrocket, it kind of swirls into something that can be toxic. Does that make sense? So try to detach, but in a healthy way, not from a place of fear. We never want to operate in the place of fear. We never want to operate in a place of lack or esteem. That's why it's so important for us to fill our cups, for us to affirm us, for us to stand strong in the strength of Jesus uh, and God, because it helps us not to depend so much on others, where we depend on ourselves for our emotional, spiritual needs, and we take everybody as face value. Does that make sense? Like, I don't depend on others to affirm me. I don't depend on others to lift me up. It's nice when they do it. Don't get me wrong. Everybody needs a little pat on the back. <laughs> Everybody needs a little pat on the back. But when we give people too much, too much, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Too much skin in the game. No, that's not it. Too much validity in our lives. It can cause us to need them or depend on them more than, than necessary. The happy housewife says anxious attachment, avoid an attachment, fearful attachment, attached and secure attachment. I feel like I have really come to the point of secure attachment, but read this book. It will really help you. It talks about all these attachment styles. Thank you. The happy housewife. Um, it talks about all these attachment styles and then it 
also, I believe in the book, I didn't read all the way through. Uh, it gives you instances on how to work through these and how you can heal it. Too much input. Not too much input, but we I, we attach to them too much where we need them in order to function properly. It's like if somebody's insecure, right? They need the validation of, am I beautiful? Am I happy? How many likes did I get? Did it, it, that comes from a place of insecurity. We're not supposed to give anybody that much validity or place that much value in another human being to where we can't function on our own. But that comes with time, comes with healing. And again, there are certain things that we do need from others because we are programmed as human beings to need each other, to love each other, to want to nourish and pour into one another. But everybody doesn't do it in a healthy way. Some people will pour into you for negativity, you know, or they'll do stuff so they can get like narcissists. They they will love narcissists will love bomb you and have you thinking that you are the world, the bee's knees, and then they'll pull back so they they can get that that emotional roller coaster and that emotional dance, that toxic thing, right? So that's why we're really not supposed to put so much into other people in that way. I don't know if I'm explaining this right. <laughs> we're not supposed to pour into other people in a way of need, right? We're supposed to do it in a very healthy, neutral. Like, I, I love you. I would love you to be here. I want you here. But if you really want to leave or you're damaging to my life, then you have to exit stage left or you should exit stage left for your own sake and your own sanity. Uh, KK said, no, that is helpful because I have that book. I stopped reading it and I should pick it back up. Absolutely. Uh, dig into it and see how it speaks to you. Pray about it for sure and see the parts and areas of your life where you need healing. I would say that. And that would help and start healing those parts. That's what helped me. Such a lady says, I need to tell my girlfriends I won't be able to make it for if a friend's giving out of town that we do every year. Finances are too hot. I'd rather save for my house and things I truly need and budget. That is very healthy. And that is very responsible and mature. And if anybody has an issue with that, then you need to reevaluate not to say reevaluate and not be their friend but just explain to them like you guys you know what this year I'm not going to make it um I would tell them sooner rather than later too I'm saving for a house I'm not really spending my money on travel same thing like I told y'all I'm not going to homecoming well one for god <laughs> I feel like I don't need to be putting myself in those those situations um because of my my new chapter in my walk but budget too because flights rental car eh. Ain't got time. You know what I mean? So I definitely understand. It's very mature. And you're going to be so thankful when you do. You're going to be so thankful when you're sitting in your house, when you're when you're where you want to be, that you no longer um, you no longer you did not spend your money the areas in the areas that you didn't want to spend it. So I think that that's great. Good for you. Um. Vesser says, will you do another Christian book, a Christian book study similar to how you did a purpose driven life? To be fair, I don't know. We're coming to the end. So I'm just going to tell you guys about morning motivation and where it's going. Please fill up the comments with anything that you guys uh, have questions about as well. Where we're going with morning motivation, I don't know if I'm going to continue next year. And I haven't been called to really read another book. That's why I just started reading the Bible, praying on 
preying on topics and seeing where it takes me. Um, This is very driven by purpose. This is very driven by instinct. A lot of the things that I come on here and talk about and do and say come from instinct. Um, And I haven't been called to read another one just yet. If I do, if you guys have suggestions, let me know in the comments. I started with purpose, but for whatever reason, I wasn't led to continue. That could have been me. That was just the book that I had upstairs, (laughs) just like a purpose-driven life I had upstairs. And the the thing with purpose-driven life, what I loved about it, it was very like day one, day two, day three, day four. A lot of books aren't really chaptered out like that. They're normally just chaptered. So you just read along. So it's, it, it was, it's very hard for me to take a regular book like that, um, like purpose and continue on the way I did a purpose-driven life. If you guys have any recommendations, leave them in the comments. We only have, we're about to come up on our 200th episode. We have two, almost two and a half months left of morning motivation. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Can someone drop the name of the book in the chat? Let's see. Good morning. If you truly under, if they truly understand, maybe they can add you on a Zoom optional. That is dope. (laughs) What's the name of the book again? I came in late. So the book that we were referring to with attachment is called Attachment. Attached. And it talks about these attachment styles that if you are, say if you've been hurt, if you have father issues. I don't, I call them daddy issues. That's weird. If you have issues with your parents, if you've had issues growing up, or if you have issues in relationships, this book is very good. And it talks about anxious, it talks about attachment styles and how some people can be very codependent, which is ancient, anxious attachment, which they, they really need people. They cling to people. They're, they're in fear of people leaving them. If I, if I'm getting this correct, avoidment, Avoidant attached was me, was that the people that once they get close to somebody, they'll push them away. I used to be that. A fearful avoidant, that was me too. Um, And then secure attachment is like, hey, I want you here. I love you. But if you want to go, go. But you you leaving or coming is not going to break my life. It's not going to break me down. It is what it is. So it's a really good book. I highly recommend you guys read it. I think I I do have it upstairs. Um, But if you need help in this area, that will definitely help. I hope I answered your question, uh, Vesser. Let's see. But that's called Attached. The song, What I Have in Friend in Jesus is True. (laughs) Absolutely. The Happy Housewives says it's a sense of validation. You constantly allow others to uh, reaffirm who you are, what you think and do and feel. This is very important. This is very important for us to get under control. And that's why I always say, seek God's validation above all else. Seek your own validation above all else. Now, like we said earlier in the, in the chat, a good reputation is very important, but your re- reputation is dependent on you, on what you put out, how you move throughout the life, what you showcase on your social media. You know, we can be ignorant and say, oh, that doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Everybody knows now that our social medias are like a billboard. Gone are the days where they're not no longer important, where almost everybody has it. Even if they're not active, they have it. They at least got a Facebook. <laughs> they at least got a Twitter. So everybody has at least one social media presence. And what you 
put out definitely speaks volumes to who you are, what you do, what you like, what you're into. Now, is it the end all be all? No, of course not. Because people can put one thing on social media and be a totally different person off. We understand this, but your reputation matters. And, um, but outside of that, outside of your reputation, because the Bible says it matters, affirming yourself, how you think about yourself is more important than anything, because you're going to come up, you're going to come against people miss or, or judging your character or misspeaking on your character. One of my biggest pet peeves in life is when people either challenge my character or they'll say something that's not of me or they'll call or they'll, they'll have a misperception of my character because I'm not a lot of the things that people may think that I am from a soundbite or old videos or things like that. And that can be very hard, right? So I have to lean on how I feel about myself and how God sees me. And that's one of the most important, 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 important things to do. Yes, it's called attached. It's yes, this is it. The science of adult attachment by Amir Levine. Do whatever is going to make Brittany happy. And see, what is interesting about this statement is I've been learning the opposite, Cookie Monster. It's not about what's make what's going to make me happy. I'm no longer interested in what makes me happy. Now, do I want to do things that make me happy? Absolutely. But my number one thing is to be purpose-driven and led by God. And we read uh, A Purpose-Driven Life. And in Purpose-Driven Life, it talks about it. It's not about we're not here for our happiness. That is the biggest myth that society has told us that we are here, you know, to do do what makes you happy, do what you love. None of that matters when you're not following God's purpose for your life. So this is this this statement is what I used to follow. I no longer I'm no longer interested in doing what makes me happy. That's not why I'm starting this why mot- morning motivation may I haven't decided yet. May or may not come to an end. I was given an assignment and I've completed that assignment. What I well, I haven't completed it yet. So gotta continue, right? To the end of the year. So I I don't I don't even know why I'm speaking about this prematurely, but I feel like I'm being called to elevate the 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 conversation. Um to there's too many sound bites out there in the world because they're they're just produced well. There's a lot of negative rhetoric. That is being spewed out in the world because it's been produced well. If you have a if you have a high quality production with beautiful looking people, no matter what is said, it's going to be highlighted if it's salacious and spun out and spit out spewed out into the world. I feel like now the next chapter for me will be to have high quality, high value conversation. Oh, I hate that word. They've just made it so they made high value so toxic. Um <laughs> I've, I feel like the next level, next step is to produce high quality content, speaking the things that we talk about in a different way. Um, but I'm not stopping yet. It's still October. So I don't want to speak prematurely. I haven't decided, but my assignment was one year and I'm not, and I'm not doing what makes me happy. I'm doing what I've been called to do. Cause sometimes God is going to call you to do something you don't want to do. That is like the biggest myth. Y'all think that Noah was happy when God told him to build that ark and how long it took him? He was probably like, it's hot. It's cold. I got to do this by myself. 
Jesus, why? <laughs> like, God, why? You know what I mean? So I, I want us as, as believers, as people that follow God, let's get this notion out of our minds that we have to do things that make us happy. A lot of things that we're called to do are not going to make us happy. What would make me happy is to go to homecoming and, 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 and I'm not going to say what's in my mind. <laughs> what would make me happy? There's a lot of things that would make me happy that I am no, I'm not allowed to do. Um, because I am a Christian, because I have, I, I believe that I'm called to follow God and Jesus's instruction. So there's things that I just don't want to do. So that is the biggest myth that we can, we have to disassociate that myth, uh, as Christians, we are not called to do what makes us happy. We're called to do what God calls us to do. Now, can you find happiness within that? Absolutely. You know, you can find things that will make you happy, but happiness is also emotion that is very fleeting and that will blow with the wind. If we're only following our happiness. If we're only following our passion, I believe God gives us passion and he gives us things that we could be happy with, but we have to disassociate from that. At least for me, I can't speak for you. Everybody has their own journey. But for me, I've disassociated with do what makes you happy. That is a horrible thing to do. I change. I'm happy when I'm watching TV, not being productive, listening to uh, South Dallas swag music, like, (laughs) you know. So I am no, I'm not doing what makes me happy. I'm definitely, I appreciate that. I understand your heart with that. So thank you. But I am doing what I feel I am uh, called to do and led to do. But y'all, we're not going nowhere yet. But I did want to let you guys know that that's what's coming on the horizon. Thank you. But y'all, let, let's keep it real. I love morning motivation too, but we about to hit 200, the 200th episode. Y'all got a whole lot of content that y'all could go back and watch. <laughs> Not y'all. Y'all are going to continue with me for the next chapter next year, which have, has not been decided. The Brittany the Host podcast. I need to rechange it back to the Brittany the Host podcast because I really liked it when it was Brittany the Host podcast. But it's Brittany Daniel podcast. It's not going anywhere. It's just going to change and evolve. And I feel like as you're growing in your entrepreneur endeavors, your life, as you grow mature in your spirituality and in life and maturity, comes with all ages. There's no age and then you're just mature and then you stop, right? As you mature, as you grow, you should always evolve. Doing the same thing just will keep you stuck and will allow you to plateau. And I don't think that that's wise or smart for anybody to do. So I hope that you all are praying now, hey God, what's next? What should I be working on? What should I be striving for? What should I be preparing for? Because there's always something to prepare for, to grow, to strive, to become better. I don't want to continue to do the same thing. If you guys have been with me for a while, y'all remember when I started this podcast, I would just come on and just talk about whatever, however, whatever I wanted, however I wanted for how long I wanted. It was no premise. It was just that I wanted a podcast and I wanted to talk my ish and do my thing. And I did. And then season two happened. And then season three, which we're here now for morning motivation. So it's okay to evolve. It's okay to change. But I, I have no interest in doing what makes me happy because what makes me happy is not of God. <laughs> and I know that sounds like a contradiction, but what I mean by that is the things that that would make a human being happy are not in alignment with what we are called to do all the time. So I, I put that rhetoric down and I'm doing what's pleasing. Now, does that make me happy? Yes. Making God happy makes me happy. Going to church 
makes me happy. I'm so happy it's Wednesday because we got Bible study and super excited. That does make me happy as well. But certain things that make me happy are not of God. So <laughs> um, I said I will miss the morning motivations, but I'm sure all of us have grown so much and will always be extremely grateful, Brittany. Absolutely. And I'm not going anywhere. Like, don't think that when it's over, I'm closing the laptop and y'all aren't going to see me no more. No, it's just going to be different. And I'm still going to do uh, social media because I feel like I'm called to do it. I feel like it's a part of the process. I'm still Brittany, the host. So that ain't stopping. It's just going to be different. Thank you. Yes. Actions make a reputation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will just rewatch the older videos so that I will be and then will. Uh, so what will be the new direction for your channel? Uh, I'm not sure yet. We're, we're still praying about that. I just think it's just going to be elevated. These conversations just elevated and produced in a different way. Y'all, this this isn't really produced that that. This is my camera on my laptop in my studio. Is it great? quality. It's, it's, it's really good. And I've tried to do other things. I've tried to set it up with the cameras and for whatever reason, it just wasn't working, but, uh, produce content, meaning pre-recorded things, pre-recorded podcasts, like most podcasts are pre-recorded once a week. They, you know, get the little sound bites, push it out. Boom. Um, probably something like that. Yeah. We got to make with God happy. No, this is not my call. Oh, ministry. I thought you said military. I was like, oh no, that is not my call. <laughs> my bad, Vesser. I was, I, I was moved. Call to ministry. God Himself. If I am supposed to be in that realm, God and Jesus themselves, they're gonna have to come down and be like, hey, look, come on. I will go if God calls me to go. But God Himself, there's certain things God Himself is gonna have to tell me. I don't care, but no man is gonna, ain't no man tell me because <laughs> this is that's a heavy that's a real big burden to bear. To be called to ministry is not is not anything that I take lightly. So God Himself would have to call me. I do feel like ministry, but I feel I feel like I do that at this level. God knows what you can handle, and God knows what to put on you in in good season. And I could be wrong. He gonna have to tell me Himself because I, I don't know. I don't know. How do we stay connected? I'm not going nowhere, y'all. I'm still Brittany, the host on Instagram. Y'all can always DM me. And for those of you who have DM me and we have conversations, y'all know, especially my morning motivators. If you say, oh, I'm a, I watch your morning motivation. I always read my DMs. I even go into the DM section that people don't go into. Uh, so you guys can always contact me. Like I'm not, you got, I'm always, you always will be connected. Also, how do we know what God God's plan is just pray? That's a good question. So for me, it depends. Sometimes you'll pray and ask God and he'll, he won't say anything because it's not, maybe it's not time to be revealed, right? Sometimes I'll pray and God will give me a vision. I'll see it. I'll see it. And I'm like, okay, I'll get like a, it's like a preview kind of, right? That's what visions are. Visions are like previews of what's possible, previews of what's to come. But it's up to you to put the work in to make it happen because God isn't going to come down and, and move your hands and, and you have to act. It's like a it's a 50 50 deal. You got to do the work. It's like God will book the studio. So he'll make a way to book the studio session. 
but you got to go into the studio and make the music. You got to write the music. You got to put in the work to create the song, but he'll make a way. He'll link you with somebody that has a studio. So he gives you, he gives you opportunities and he opens doors, right? Does that make sense? Like God gave us the opportunity to have the internet. What are you going to do with the internet? But sometimes he'll give you a vision and he'll put things in place if you do right and you operate in the steps. So sometimes he'll he'll show me some, and sometimes he'll tell me. But for me, his direction is very straight to the point. Yes, no, wait, relax. <laughs> uh, his God for me is very clear, concise. And then sometimes he won't say anything at all. And when he doesn't say anything, he's he's not ready for me to know. God, when God gives you a vision or for me, I can't speak for everybody. Normally, when God gives you a plan, a vision, or if you're praying for something like how to, he doesn't give you an instruction manual like Ikea. You know, when you buy Ikea furniture, you buy something, it comes with a manual. Step one, do this. Step two, do this. Step three. Normally, it's not like that. Normally, it's like piecemeal instructions, like do this. It gives you like one step at a time because there's no point for God to give you step five because you might step over step one, two, three, four. Like everything is ordered. Our steps by God are ordered, right? And if we skip steps or we see, oh, if I just do this, I could just do step 10. Humans, we're impatient. We're anxious. We do, we'll just mess it up. The whole, we'll mess up the whole plan. So in my personal experience, God will give you steps. When you complete that step, then you'll get the next step. But you have to be obedient. And a lot of times we don't like to be obedient. We like to just do our own thing. God, that's going to take too long. I got to do it for how long? Like we will start complaining and try to negotiate what God has told us to do. Y'all, when he told me about morning motivation, I was like, say what? Say, huh? That's why I know Noah was like, you want me to do what? Wait, 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 wait. Come. Wait, huh? Because God gave and God gave him strict instructions. Make this. This size. God did not tell Noah it's going to happen on this day. Did it? He gave. Uh, let's actually go to Genesis. I believe that's where the story of Noah is. If I'm wrong, let me know. I believe it's in Genesis. Yes, it is. So when God told Noah. Let's see how it. OK. Um, Hold on. Read the story of Noah. God gave Noah strict instructions. He told, this is what he told Noah. He said, build a large boat from cypress wood and, and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct the deck. So he gave him all of the, the dimensions of, of the boat. He said, here, I need you to build a boat and this is how I want you to build it. Right? And then he did tell Noah what he was going to do with the boat. He said, look, I'm about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy and die living things. Okay. So he did give Noah some instructions. Okay. He did give Noah some instructions. So everybody is different. Um, I think maybe God doesn't give me all, all of the instructions or give me the bigger picture sometimes because he know he knew, he knows me. He knows me. He'd be like, you know what? I can't tell you all the details because you be trying to you you try to do too much. <laughs> so everybody's a little different. 
Uh, just keep praying about it and just wait. Sometimes if he doesn't answer your prayer, it's not time for you to know. It's not time for you to move. It's not time for you to do this. But sometimes you can say like, hey, God, I need a sign. Do you want me to wait? Do you want me to go? What you want me to do? And then sometimes to be honest, God is waiting on you to just move and do something. Because in a lot of times he already gives us what we're supposed to do. We just be procrastinating, scared, and don't move in fear. No, I'm moving fear. Uh, wait, what did I miss? I missed what you said about morning motivation. I was just talking about uh, the end of the year and what may come. Y'all, I don't know yet. That's why I shouldn't have spoke about it because I don't know. Cookie Monster says, LOL, he was happy at the end when he made made it to the promised land. Exactly. But during that bill, Noah was a human being and he was old. And people were laughing at him. So sometimes God will give you instructions that don't make sense. You're going to be like, what? How? What I got to do? Noah was, a, was 601 years old when the flood began. 601. And it took Noah. Yeah, six, uh, he was 600 when the flood started. And it took him a long time. It took him years to build this, 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 uh, the ark. It took him a very long time to build the ark. So sometimes you will get things. You'll get, you'll get, you'll get signs. You'll get conversations. You'll get, you just have to, just something you have to discern. I know that that's probably not what people want to hear, but yes, but he was happy when he got to the promised land, him and his family. uh, Orchid says the flesh wants what, what, okay. The flesh wants what wants, what it wants because it's not going to heaven or, oh, that's a good one. That is very interesting. That's true. Wow. I never thought about that. I've never heard that before or said like that. So Orchid said the flesh wants what it wants because it's not going nowhere. Staying right here on earth. It's not going to heaven or hell. Because it's going, your body just stays here. That is very interesting. So she said, continue to do what your internal spirit moves you to do. Ah, I like that. That is very interesting. That's true. When you go, your spirit continues on, but your body stays here. Hmm. I love that. Uh, Nawa says, oh, Brittany, thank you. You've helped me so much since January. I feel like we've grown so much together. Thank you for morning motivations. You've helped me through some dark times. Oh, I really appreciate that. But y'all, it's only October. Y'all acting like we about to have a funeral for morning motivation. Y'all, it's October. I said to the end of the year. We we ain't even in December yet. <laughs> but thank you for your kind words. But y'all, we ain't going nowhere yet. Thank you. A great channel to watch, watch to grow is Christ in Christ and be equipped for the calling of God has on your life is Isaiah. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think I've watched him. Is he the young guy? Wait a minute. I think I have him. I think I've watched him before. Let me look. There's some, I, you know what? The more you start watching uh, things of God, the more that is expressed to you. The only thing that shows on your social media feed is what you pay attention to. Oh, I don't know him. No, I don't know him. Okay. 
just by looking at it, not my cup of tea, but I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> Thank you for the recommendation. Um, but you were going to get on your social media feed and on your YouTube feed, whatever you pay attention to. So if you, whatever you pay attention to is what's on there. So if all you see is booty, if all you see is drama and, and gossip, it's what you pay attention to. So the more you, you watch things like morning motivation and, you know, uh, whatever pastors you, you like, or whatever Christian rhetoric that you like, you'll get more of it. Social media only sends you what you, what you pay attention to. Uh, Cookie Monster says a lot of people are able to heal from life's wounds from morning motivation, not outlets of discussions like these. Thank you. There are more than you think. There are more. The more I deep dive, there are some, not a whole lot. But to be honest, they don't get a whole lot of like these topics are not popular, y'all. Y'all like them and I like them. Right. But I found this one young lady. She's really, really dope. And she has like a whole bunch of Christian uh, videos of Christian, like women's viewpoints on Christianity and dating and things like that. And she's super powerful, like prayed up. She or she got married and everything. She started it when she was single and then she's married now. Um, but her channel does not get no love. Like some of her videos do. But topics like this, few and far in between, y'all. Sorry to say, unfortunately. And it took 100 years before the flood. People thought Noah was a crazy drunk. Absolutely. That's a long time to, to, I'm, to one year ain't nothing compared to, to 100 years. This is off topic, but what foundation are you wearing? Your makeup is so natural looking. Thank you. I have on MAC powder foundation. Not a lot of, it's not a thick layer at all. It's a sole powder. And my blush is Orgasm by Matt, uh, NARS. But thank you. How do you let go of a relationship, friendship, or lover that, uh, and you have a conservation about? Conversation about it. And how do you have a conversation about it? Um, it depends on the circumstances. A relationship. You let it go by having a conversation with that person and taking accountability on your part and making sure that it's something that you truly want to do. Even though sometimes we know that we should, everything isn't always in the right time. So make sure it's the right timing. But I would just be very honest with that person. Either tell them that you're not happy, you're not on the same page, that you feel God is calling you in a different direction and take ownership on that. It's of you that wants the change because it, it may not be that person. And it, although they may have their faults, everybody is a relationship or a two-sided coin, right? So we also have our faults. So I would say uh, let going of a relationship is having a conversation, ending it, and slowly but surely winging yourself off of that person, off of what you had, off of what you shared. A friendship, uh, friendship just kind of slowly die out. Unless it's a conversation you really need to have with them, I would have it. Try to restore it as much as possible. Like I say, people should fight for their friendships just like they fight for relationships. I do. I fight for my friendships. But if it's something that we just can't get on the same page about, I just slowly let them die out. And then you just have a conversation just 
hey, like, hey, it's hard to have those conversations, but they just have to happen. The best way to do it is just do it. Some people practice, have your points, your talking points. You could write those out to make sure that you don't forget anything. I think that that's kind of something a good practice is just like, I've never done this, but writing out like the things that you want to talk about, discuss, and just kind of go down the list. I, I, I don't know. Just do it. <laughs> Easiest way is just, do, just to do, just, just young Bex, just do it. But be kind. Okay, hold on. I keep switching back. But be kind about it. Understand that person has feelings and mind their feelings when you do it. Do you follow any other YouTube or podcast similar to yours, positive and encouraging? Uh, yes. So TD Jakes always comes up on my timeline. One Church comes up all the time on my timeline. Um, who else do I follow? There's a young guy that has a podcast. I can't find it. He has a podcast. I actually shared one of it. I shared a couple of his videos on my community page. If you guys go to my community page, I always share videos and really good topics that I think that you guys would enjoy as well. Check those out. I always share them there because sometimes I can't remember the channel, but I will like if it's the video is good or I got something out of it, I'll share it on my community page. So definitely check my community page out. The Happy Housewife said, there's some I did it for two years. Uh, read Randy Alcorn, seeing the unseen, etc. For two years, they showed no love. See, I've talked about so much. I don't forgot what that was referring to. I'm sorry. Orchard, Orchard says, uh, Orchid says, amen, Sydney. That helped me with my trauma a lot of my fleshly desires and they aren't always of God. Exactly. We are spirits and human bodies must tame the flesh. Amen. Hey, Mr. Mita Joe, you are telling the truth. Drama gets more love than positive, positive content all the time. Exactly. And that's just the nature of the beast. That's why I always tell people, people are like, I want to do YouTube. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? And why do you want to do it? And do you really want to put the work in? Not to say that it's not a good thing to do. If you have something to say, positive or negative, put it out there. Who cares about the, the likes? But if you're trying to like make a career out of it, if you're trying to make money out of it, you need a strategy. You need a true, true strategy. Or you have to just do it out of love and that you don't care about likes, subscribers, views, and all of that. Because if y'all notice, my morning motivation videos don't get a whole lot of views. They don't. And it could be because of my thumbnails. Thumbnails have a play a part of it. I understand that I have a very repetitive thumbnail. However, um, topics like this aren't really popular or people don't care. The more you walk in your Christianity, the, the closer you get to God, you'll notice that everybody's not going to be on the same, on your same page, on your same wavelength. We are like-minded. When you go to church, you'll have your like-minded group. That's why church is so important for a Christian, because if you do not have a group of people that you can anchor yourself to, that think the same way, that believe the same way, being out in the world alone is very hard, very lonely, and you are way more prone to go back to doing things that you used to do versus if you have an anchor, if you have a church home, you're like, okay, y'all get it. And then you could talk to people about those things. You know, when you're dating, me and my Christian friends, 
we, it's really, let me, I'll just say this. Dating as a woman, never really seeing men of God walking around. It is very refreshing and, and it, and it helps your faith to know that there are when you see it at church every Sunday, when you see it at church every Wednesday, a Bible study. I know handsome, successful men who praise God like I've never seen before. Does that make sense? So when you go to a place and you see it, you're like, okay, I can be patient. Wait on God what has for wait on what God has for me because I see that these people exist. I can be strong in my faith and say no to certain things and put something on things on the back burner because I know that there are other people that are tied to the faith and believe the way I believe. When you do not have that, you feel like you're the only one. Then you feel like, am I tripping? Am I standards too high? Am I too hard on myself? Who cares if he prays? You know, it's okay. He says he loves God. (laughs) Your standards become a little lower because you feel like you're the only one. You feel like you're the only one. Um, I'm going to stay on for a little bit longer to finish the questions if they're a beautiful, blessed day. Diamond says, what are your thoughts about ghosting and, and or ghosting a person? I think that that's trash and I think that that's very immature. I feel like ghosting is so immature. Have a conversation. We're all grown. And sometimes what the reason why you want to stop talking to that person, it may be valuable for them to know so they can grow. People don't grow because a lot of people don't have those hard conversations to tell. I think ghosting is a cowardly thing to do, especially for men. Men ghost all the time. And I think it's it's just cowardly. It's very cowardly to ghost people. Have a conversation. If they call you, answer the phone and just say, you know what? I no longer want to continue this, this relationship. I no longer want to continue conversing with you because we do not see eye to eye. I think we, I think it's just best if we no longer communicate. It's not complicated. People are just cowards and they're, 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 they don't, they, and when people ghost, it has nothing to do with the other person. It's what they don't want to endure. I don't want to have that. I don't want to talk to, they're not going to get, okay. If they don't understand, if they're not mature, that's not your business. Your job as a human is to treat others as you would want to be treated. If I do something wrong, if me and she Amber are friends and I do something to hurt she Amber, I would want her to tell me so I can fix it, adjust and apologize because that's what mature people do. Right. If you do not give that person the opportunity to grow, you're stunting them as well. And then they're going to think that you're crazy because you ghosted. The person that gets ghosted never feels like they did anything wrong. So even if you ghost somebody because they're. You ghost people because like they did something to you. They're never going to understand that. They're going to think you are the crazy one. So not to get all jump on you, Diamond. I just think it's a very cowardly thing for people to ghost people unless somebody is extremely like nasty or just like a horrible person. And if you have to ghost them for protection purposes, that's one thing. But it takes no time to be like, you know what? We're not on the same page. We don't really we're not really seeing eye to eye. Unfortunately, I'm just no longer interested. I not when I date, I tell guys I'm no longer interested. I have an exit, an exit conversation. It's very cowardly for people to just go around c- converse with you one day and then you never hear from them again. Now, if you're in the DMs, that's something different. That ain't that ain't a, a personal interact. That's not that's not real. But if you have my phone number, you know what I mean. So yeah. 
Uh, will you ever vlog again? I don't know. Maybe for personal reasons. I, I have no interest in editing vlogs anymore. Not this stage in my life. I can't say I won't. I just have no interest. <laughs> I used to love vlogging. Uh, I used to love talking to you guys and connecting. But I feel like because I talk to you guys every day on Morning Motivation, it's just why? I don't, for me, I don't know. And then people stopped watching it. So I wasn't going to put on, I'm just, I'm going to be very honest. I'm not going to put in all that work. It takes hours to edit a vlog. It takes days to film a vlog. I'm not putting all that energy and effort into something that I didn't enjoy that much for people not to enjoy. If, if y'all ain't going to enjoy it and I don't enjoy it, what's the point? That's how I feel about vlogs for me. Chef says, thank you, Brittany, for doing this. As long as you have, you have for sure added to my growth. And I truly appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. But y'all are doing the work. Y'all are doing the work. God is doing the work. It's all God. I'm just, I'm just a vessel. Sydney says, I love the direction this channel has gone and the way you're letting God use you. I am so proud of you. So proud you have found your channel years ago and have reconnected with it again on a deeper level. Thank you, Sydney. Uh, Mr. Mita Joe says, but you have quality over quantity. Uh, your viewers look for you. Oh, look, they, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I think, and I feel that same way too. Y'all, I've thrown validity over subscribers, views, likes, all of that stuff a long time ago, but I appreciate that. Now I don't do it for none of that. I do it because I'm supposed to. I love that you guys get something out of it. And that means more to me than anything. The fact that you guys tell me that, you know, through God and through what we do together, you have grown. That is way more important to me than anything else. Sydney says, folks, don't act like Men of God don't exist anymore in, in the younger generation. And I refuse to believe that. Go to church. You go to church, you find some. Then here's the interesting thing that I find about dating. And then we're going to get out of here. Bye, happy housewife. Have a blessed day. It feels like the good men are not with the good women and the good women are not with the good men. Where is the... <laughs> I like the good men are with the people they shouldn't be with and the good women are with the people they shouldn't be with. Where, why are we not connecting? Where is the misconnect? But I love you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys have a beautiful, 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 blessed day. Thank you for just rocking with me today. Tomorrow I will try to have a topic ready to go. I just, I didn't, yeah, I just didn't get it. I just didn't get anything. Maybe that's on me. I'll, I'll do better. But I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day and go out there and be great.